0: This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. All right, we're coming out of 2 Corinthians, uh, the 10th chapter, and the 3rd verse. So 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. What's happening here is that the Apostle Paul is being challenged in his apostolic authority, amen, by the... Um, members of the Corinthian church. Amen. He had to share some um, challenging um, uh, words from the Lord in uh, First Corinthians. Amen. And human nature is to kind of push back against that at times, even if if Paul's words were meant for their good, which they were. And here he is establishing uh, his apostolic authority to say the things that he says to them. Amen. So this is where we are right now, hallelujah, with our scripture, amen. So 2 Corinthians 10, uh, verse 3, amen. And obviously I have a lot of um, definitions here, amen. But it all is for a reason, amen. So here we go, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. And it reads, for though we walk, or in the Greek, amen, as I have defined here, peripetio, pe- peripetio which means ethically conduct one's life. So as for though we ethically conduct conduct our lives in the flesh, amen, the uh, weak, uh, the Sark say, the weak earthly nature, our flesh is weak and earthly, amen. It's limited, but that's how we operate, amen, uh, uh, how we move. We live in these earthly bodies, amen, and we are affected deeply by our earthly nature, amen. We do not war or strata to or engage in spiritual warfare. We do not engage in spiritual warfare after the flesh or the weak earthly flesh. So our warfare is not according to earthly means or the things that we as Christians and specifically Paul in his life here. Amen. We do not wage a war through earthly means. Amen. Hallelujah! It is a Christian perspective we're talking about here. Amen. Hallelujah. So although we walk in the earthly uh, form and nature, amen, we don't conduct our warfare through earthly means or through our earthly nature. All right. A lot of things going on now, and you know, even I, I want to react from an earthly standpoint. I want to fix things, but that's not how. I, as a Christian, we as Christians are to move during this time. Amen. Let's go on to the next verse. verse. Verse 4 says, For the weapons or the hoplon or the instruments to make war supplied by God of our warfare or Stratia Christian military campaign are not carnal or sarkikos under the control. So our weapons are not under the control of earthly human depraved desires oh my god so the things uh the instruments whereby we engage in spiritual warfare are not under or should not be under the control of earthly human depraved desires amen we got established first and foremost no matter how righteous we think we are in doing a thing if we do something out of our earthly carnal Sin-natured desires, amen. It is not, we are not waging spiritual warfare, amen. We are merely engaging in an earthly means of accomplishing whatever we have on our minds. So we want things to be not under the control of our earthly human depraved desires, but the, uh, the, our instruments, our weapons of warfare are mighty or toss they're mighty having power for something, amen. So they, they are, We—we, we, you know, when we engage in prayer on Tuesday night, some people may think that's weak or uh, it's, not, it's not what we should be doing. But Jesus said we, men ought always to pray and not to faint, amen. So they're mighty through God to the pulling down on the cathare, catharsis, amen, to, to the demolition of strongholds, strongholds are oxyroma, they're false arguments in which a person seeks shelter or a safe, safe place to escape reality. There are not a lot of narratives, there are a lot of stories out there, whether it be online, whether it be in the news, uh, whether they be in any kind of circles, amen. There are a lot of narratives or, or points of view or stories that seek to escape reality, amen. And You all know what I'm talking about, hallelujah. Uh, and it becomes a stronghold. It becomes our uh, uh, human being's uh, safe place, amen, our stronghold, amen, from reality, amen. There are a lot of things going on, but as a Christian, we should definitely know our perspective on things, amen, and not, uh, although we are all free will uh, beings and we all have opinions, amen, Hallelujah. What does God have to say on the matter? Is that, that's what we should be after. Amen. Otherwise, it could become a stronghold. Our opinions can become a stronghold. Are you saying, Brother Pastor, we shouldn't have opinions? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying line it up against the word. All right. Hallelujah. Next verse. Casting down a cath- cathare- cathare- real excuse my Greek, <laughs> Casting down means to demolish or refute what those strongholds or those uh, false arguments. Amen. Hallelujah. Imaginations are logimos. Amen. A reasoning such as is hostile to Christian faith. These, these false narratives, these propagandas are against Christian faith. Amen. So Paul was defending against uh, arguments against the Christian faith, amen, and encouraging us to do so as well, amen, hallelujah, and every high thing or hapsoma, barrier, presumption, that exalts itself, or I, ipero, to be lifted up with pride against the knowledge or the nosos, uh, the knowledge of God such as is offered by the gospel. So anything that is presented against the gospel message. We know the gospel message is the, the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension of Christ, the appearance of Christ as well. Amen. Anything that comes against that, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, we are to wage war against. Hallelujah. In the spirit. Hallelujah. So offered in the gospel of God and bringing into captivity or at Lolitizo, excuse me for <laughs> messing up this Greek, to subjugate, bring under control uh, every thought or noma, evil purpose against Christ, to desist from its purpose and submit to Christ, to the obedience or Hopako, the submission of one who conforms his conduct to God's command absolutely of Christ. Amen. Now you see here we have underlined to the obedience and of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Now in the King James Version it says uh, bringing every thought unto the captivity of the obedience of Christ. Now we often interpret this scripture as that we take every thought that we have in our mind and we bring it to obey Christ. And it's a very, uh, it sounds very religious, or very noble to say that amen, but that's not what this scripture is saying. Amen. Hallelujah. We are to focus our thoughts as we engage in this spiritual warfare, and our thoughts should be focused on the obedience of Christ, how Christ obeyed God. And I know this is random when I'm sharing with you right now. I'm I'm not engaging in a heresy or false teaching. Amen. Hallelujah. To bring all of our thoughts and control them to make them obey Christ. Amen. Is highly difficult. If I dare not say impossible. What Paul is saying is think about what Christ did. And that is the title of our message today amen the obedience of Christ amen we're, we're dealing with we are with all the distractions with all that's going on today amen we have to think about the obedience of Christ amen it's our place of victory it's our place of peace It's our place of joy, amen. It's our place of gratitude, thinking about what he did at the cross, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Join me as I pray, amen. Hallelujah. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, amen, for having us engage in this online service today. We thank you for providing us the means, Lord God, and the ability to Hallelujah! Have this online service today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Father God, draw everyone you've ordained to be here from the north, south, east, and west. Amen. Hallelujah, to join us. Hallelujah, uh, w- during this service, Lord God, and we need a word from you, Lord God. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today, like never before. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The obedience of Christ, amen we read from first Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through uh, 5 with some heavy uh, some heavy um, amplification amen that I put in there to emphasize what we were talking about amen hallelujah but now as we move forward amen what is Christ like have you ever thought about what Christ is like amen in character amen Let's turn to uh, Matthew 11, the Amplified Version. Amen. We're talking about the obedience of Christ. But first, we're starting here with what is, what is he like? What is his character like? Amen. The character of Christ. Amen. This is uh, Jesus speaking here. Amen. To a crowd. Amen. And he is saying, he says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals. Uh-oh. What, what is happening here? D- Jesus is saying uh, to be wearied by religious rituals? Well understand that the Jews that he was talking to at that time were engaged in a lot of ceremonial and very detail-oriented uh, and very exhaustive, amen, practices, uh, liturgical practices in order to uh, gain God's approval, amen, and Many of us as Christians have engaged in many practices that, to be quite honest with you, can become exhausting. Amen. In order to uh, gain the approval of our pastor or our brethren or the leadership of the church or, or whatever. And here, Peter and here, excuse me, not Peter, here, Jesus is saying, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you today that I'm not religious. I'm the pastor of the Living Waters Christian Center, but I am not religious. Amen. I have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and I want to encourage you to have a relationship as well. But if you don't know what he's like, amen, that's difficult. So here he's unveiling who he is, amen, in character. He says, come to me all who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. My God. And I will give you rest, refreshing your soul's with salvation so he's saying all this stuff that you are getting caught up in and all this extra stuff amen hallelujah that we get caught up in religiously amen does not offer us peace amen hallelujah but he's saying guess what i'm going to give you rest hallelujah the the refreshing of your souls unto salvation amen hallelujah somebody say amen to that hallelujah next verse he says, take my yoke, and we know a yoke is something that was used to um, attach a uh, a farm animal, in particular an ox, amen, to an a, a, um, instrument that uh, plows out, to a plow that plows out the land, amen. So uh, he's, he's, he's making a farming or agrarian, amen, because they lived in a farming or agrarian society at this time, amen. He says, take my yoke upon you. So he said, there is a yoke upon us. All right. To 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 attach us to him. Amen. And learn from me. Says following me as my disciples. So we are to follow Christ as his disciples. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. If I don't follow Christ, you go and run away and you find someone that you can follow Christ with. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus never told the pastors. Amen. To have folks follow them if they don't follow christ paul spoke about that follow me as i follow christ amen for i am and he now jesus starts to speak about his character he says for i am gentle and humble in heart christ is gentle and humble in heart our lord our savior is gentle and humble in heart, this is his character, so guess what? if you are following a pastor or leader that is not gentle and humble in heart, they're not following Christ. uh oh, I might have got in trouble with that one, but we deal with the truth here, amen, not false arguments amen hallelujah we are This is this is some spiritual warfare today. Amen. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest, renewal, blessed, quiet for your souls. My role as a leader is to follow Christ and to emulate his heart of gentleness and humbleness. Amen. Hallelujah. And after a message, amen from me amen that is supposed to be from christ amen hallelujah you should feel renewal and blessed quiet for your souls somebody say amen hallelujah i don't know about you but i've left church angry many a times amen hallelujah glory to god and from there there were certain times where it was on me amen and there were some things inside me that i needed to deal with amen but by and large when i've left church angry or mad it's because i we I was not hearing the word of Christ. Amen. Glory to God. And I'm not trying to beat up former pastors and leaders or, or churches that I visited and stuff like that. I I'm, I'm basically we're trying to set in order that which Christ would have for us. Amen. So it's not about beating them up. It's about okay, let's understand this thing differently. Amen. Hallelujah. We're talking about hallelujah, the obedience of Christ here. And in his obedience, he was gentle and humble in heart amen and he offered rest renewal or blessed quiet for the souls of his followers and listeners amen and as a christian leader amen we should emulate our lord and savior somebody say amen Hallelujah. we're talking about the obedience of christ next verse, amen, hallelujah, he says, for my yoke is easy, so that which I could I connect with you with, amen, now, hallelujah, to kind of um, just unveil it real quick, this yoke he's talking about is the Holy Spirit, amen, in our lives, hallelujah, for my yoke is easy, we know the Holy Spirit, amen, is gentle as well, amen, hallelujah, and hallelujah, I know we, 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 we assign a lot of Adjectives to the Holy Spirit, but we don't assign uh, uh, Being easy and gentle to him. That's the true Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah We always talk about the Holy Spirit's convicted me understand the term conviction. Amen means that has found guilty Amen. Hallelujah as a Christian. It's not the Holy Spirit's job to find you guilty but to convince you of your righteousness that is in Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, what we may be feeling inside of us, if, if we're doing things that don't line up with what God would have us to do, understand that the Holy, Scoo- Holy Spirit that never leaves us, according to John 14, 16, amen, hallelujah, we put him in difficult situations when we sin, amen, hallelujah. He's never going to leave us, amen. So when we in those difficult situations, we feel him crying out loud. <laughs> Like get me out of here, and but we call it the conviction of the Holy Ghost where it's it's basically him just crying out like we shouldn't be here, get get us out of here, amen, so you know what you've been into and I know what I've been into in the past, amen, when I felt the Holy Spirit like that, amen, so he doesn't convict us, his yoke is easy, and he says his burden is light amen so as we become followers of christianity amen and and christ amen his yoke amen by way of the holy spirit is easy to bear and his burden upon us is light amen we're talking about the obedience of christ somebody say hallelujah glory to god amen now what did christ do we're talking about the obedience of christ this is our message today amen paul encouraged his listeners and engage in himself amen to focus his thoughts on the obedience of christ but we found out we just found out what he was like he was uh he was he's humble he's gentle that's how christ is now we're looking at what did he do amen hallelujah how did he obey amen let's go to philippians 2 and 5 i'm reading from the amplified version again amen this is the uh, this is paul talking to the church at Philippi, the Apostle Paul, amen, and he says, uh, have this same attitude in yourselves, which was in Christ Jesus, so Jesus had a certain attitude, amen, look to him as your example in selfless humility, we just spoke about Jesus and his character being humble, amen, now Paul is encouraging his listeners here to look to Jesus as a humble, selfless, uh, humble, selfless, Example to us, hallelujah, our Lord and Savior was selfless and humble. Now as a leader, as a Christian, I should never be known as being the opposite of this, hallelujah, selfish and arrogant. None of that has to do with Christ. So when you've been around or been involved or you yourself have engaged in being selfish and arrogant that has nothing to do with christ he was selfless and humble let's go to our next verse here amen we're talking about the obedience of christ who although he existed in the form and unchanging essence of god as one with him possessing the fullness of all the divine attributes the entire nature of deity so here paul is emphasizing that christ was God. Christ was a part of the complex unity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So he's saying, although he was was this, amen, he, he, he is this, amen, he is God, hallelujah, glory to God, let me go on to the did, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped or asserted as if he did not already possess it, Or was afraid of losing it. Amen. Hallelujah. Speaking about Jesus being the God man. Amen. Here. Amen. Hallelujah. And was not. And coming to earth was not worried about losing his status with uh, as being God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go on here. Amen. Verse 7 says. But emptied himself. In the Greek it's a word called the kenosis. He emptied himself. Amen. Without renouncing or diminishing his deity but only temporarily giving up the outward expression of divine equality and his rightful dignity by assuming the form of a bond servant and being made in the likeness of men he became completely human but without sin being fully god and fully man so jesus left his heavenly abode put on flesh which was a humbling experience amen Hallelujah! Never abandoned uh, that he was the Christ. He was God the Son. He didn't abandon that. Hallelujah! But he temporarily, di- um, dive. Uh, not divulge. Amen. Um, left behind his heavenly abode. Amen. And his um heavenly appearance and put on flesh. Amen. Hallelujah! To come to earth for you and I. Amen. Hallelujah! What a, what a great God. Hallelujah hallelujah what what less of us as human beings amen hallelujah although i have this title of pastor amen hallelujah i I have to go to work amen and i don't go to work amen saying pastor brown has arrived arrogant and, and and haughty amen hallelujah and selfish amen hallelujah i humble myself and at that time i am an employee and i have a job to do amen hallelujah this in no way compares to what christ did he Di- uh, divested himself—that's the word I'm looking for. Amen. Of, uh, of of being in his heavenly home. Amen. And appearing in his heavenly form. Amen. Put on flesh and came to earth for you and I. Somebody say hallelujah. Next verse, uh, two and eight from Philippians Amplified Version. He says, after he was found in terms of his outward appearance as a man for a divinely appointed time hallelujah so that was temporary he humbled himself This, that word humility again still further by becoming obedient to the father to the point of death even the death on the cross so what did he do he became obedient unto father god to the point of death for you and i Hallelujah. Even the death of the cross, that all of our sins would be forgiven once we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Somebody say hallelujah. So what is the obedience of Christ to becoming obedient to the father to the point of death, even the death on the cross? My God. So we've spoken about his humility, his character, selfishness. Now his obedience, what did he do? He came to die for you and I because he valued us even though we were dead in our trespasses and sins. He came to make dead people alive. And You and I are alive as Christians, and if you are not uh, a follower of Christ, amen, I'm going to give you that offer, invite you to join the family of God at the end of service. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is. In his humility, put on flesh, humbled himself, was selfless, was obedient to Father God to the point of death, even the death of the cross. This is the obedience of Christ that Paul was talking about we ought to focus on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 9, for this reason also because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself. That's that word humbled again. God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You, you, you want to be exalted, amen, by God? Humble yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I, I, I spoke about the many opinions and narratives that are out there. Um, in humility, I understand, even though as a Christian, that everyone has a free will and will have the opinion they want. So it's it's not for me to engage in arguments, amen, to try to convince people, amen, hallelujah, not to have the opinion they have. Our job as Christians is to present Christ and hallelujah in the best way we know how amen and then it's up to the holy spirit to work upon that person amen and to uh influence their heart to make a choice for christ amen so we don't need to get and i used to engage in this believe me i used to get into all these big arguments amen and try you know and it got to the point it it became not about christ it became about me winning the argument so the focus was all off and it, it just didn't represent christ Well amen so we're focusing on our our, our thoughts should be on the obedience of Christ hallelujah the humility of Christ amen hallelujah and what he actually did what did he do he came and died for our sins he died in our place amen hallelujah Lord God and when he humbled himself God gave him a name that's above every name so that one day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord hallelujah amen. Hallelujah. next question is what was his attitude towards life so what was christ's attitude towards life amen we talked about what his character was like we talked about what he did how he obeyed amen now we're looking at his attitude towards life we're turning to matthew 26 38 amen Hallelujah. this is when jesus was in the garden of gethsemane or the garden uh the wine press garden amen we, he, where the uh, the his his um, mission was was being squeezed out of him. Amen. How like a grape is squeezed and the juice is coming out. His 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 life would be squeezed out. His his mission, his purpose, his uh, would be squeezed out here. And he's, he's speaking to um, his disciples. Amen. He says, then he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved. Amen. So he was approaching his crucifixion amen and his soul was grieved he was the god man he was a man where he could grieve amen because he knew what he was about to face and then he goes on to say so that i am almost dying of sorrow think about how it would bring you to a point where you would sweat blood amen the the pressure that was on christ amen where he says that he's almost dying of sorrow amen he doesn't And as a man does not want to leave uh, his disciples and leave the ones that were following him or, you know, he loved them. Amen. Hallelujah. And as any living being, you don't want to die through suffering. Amen. Hallelujah. But he being the God man, he had dual nature going on. He says, hallelujah, he says to the disciples, stay here and stay awake and keep watch." with me verse 39 says and after going a little farther he fell down to uh, fell down and prayed saying my father if it is possible that is consistent with your will let this cup amen this this cup of suffering when he was about to go through amen this cup pass from me and this is the key. What was his attitude towards life? Amen. And he is offering to us as an example. Amen. He says, Yet not as I will, but as you will. Hashanda la hallelujah glory to God this this God man this this God the son that put on flesh and came down to the earth and appeared as a man and was the God man the dual nature amen hallelujah glory to God humbles himself and says yet not as I will but as you will say to the Most High God as much as God has blessed us and offered us blessings there are moments in life especially like now amen where we have a pandemic going on and massive unemployment amen and we have political and and social hallelujah unrest amen hallelujah glory to god jesus was living during a time where uh, the the Jews were under occupation by the Roman Empire, so the political and social climate, hallelujah, was far worse than what we're experiencing right now, hallelujah, yet he says, yet not as I will, but as you will. As we are in these difficult times, amen, as much as our earthly natures and our desires and our raw emotions are being impacted and affected about what we're experiencing, what we're seeing, and and, and what we're engaging in on social media, amen, it's incumbent upon us, amen, to come to the point like Jesus did where we said, Father God, not my will, but thy will be done. Because if we don't do that, we can do more damage than good. Because our earthly natures, our sin nature, our human natures are not guided by God. Not as I will, but as you will. We're talking about the obedience of Christ today. Jumping down to verse 42, he says, He went away a second time, amen, and prayed, saying, My father, if this cannot pass away Unless I drink it, your will be done. You obviously, I'm not physically with any of you right now, amen. Hallelujah. But have you ever approached God and say, Your will be done? That's what our Lord and Savior did. We're talking about the obedience of Christ. Understand, Jesus probably experienced. People going through difficulties under the Roman rule or the Roman occupation. We are experiencing things. We are seeing things. We are affected as human beings, as earthly beings. We want change. Amen. Hallelujah. But we have to approach this whole thing. Amen. By a looking at the obedience of Christ, emulating his obedience, and asking God for his will to be done. Lord, you have your way because ultimately Your will is greater than my will, and your will will bring about the greatest amount of good for everyone. And if that's what we want, we want his will to bring about the ultimate amount or the biggest amount of good. Amen. Because we do want good for those around us, for the world at large, for our nation, for the world. Amen. But it is only done through God. Amen. And our Lord and Savior said, your will Be done. Hallelujah. Let's move on. So, what should be our perspective regarding the obedience of Christ? So, this message is about the obedience of Christ. Amen. Our thoughts should be focused on the obedience of Christ. Amen. And this will be our final passage of scripture, amen, as I endeavor to give you some time back. Amen. Amen. Acts 1 and 8. Amen. And it reads, amen. This is Jesus giving the final instructions to the disciples. He is resurrected now. Amen. He's given them the final instructions before his ascension back to heaven. Amen. He says, but you will receive power. Hallelujah. He's leaving his disciples with power. And we as modern day Christians, we have power available to us. Amen. Dunamis, miracle working power. Amen. Amen. But you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. This is the yoke he was referring to. Hallelujah to Matthew uh, chapter 11, verses 28. Hallelujah through uh, um, 29. Amen. Uh, This is the yoke he was talking about. Amen. But you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses. Amen. To tell people about me. Amen. Both in Jerusalem. he now he starts to expand the area in all of judea so that's a larger area samaria that's the area that they were not too fond of amen so we had to go to places that we don't even like sometimes amen hallelujah and then he expands it even further and even to the ends of the earth amen what is happening here amen hallelujah we Hallelujah. have to recognize the power and the ability that comes upon us by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. To be witnesses, to tell people about Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everywhere. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth. Amen. So for our purposes, it would be to everyone everywhere. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let me give you a conclusion here. As modern day Christians, our greatest weapon against false narratives against Christ, worldly philosophical arguments that oppose God's existence and exalt man's greatness, because that's all that's happening today. Amen. As well as a world that is in chaos and absolutely our world is in chaos. And we obviously we do want to help. Amen. Hallelujah. Is to tell everyone everywhere about the obedience obedience of Christ which is the gospel message of grace if you want to truly impact the world tell them about Jesus amen brother pastor I want to do all these things amen let the Lord lead you into what to do and how to do it amen but our chief mission is to tell the world about the obedience of Christ which was him dying on the cross for our sins amen and offer forgiveness amen to everyone hallelujah when we engage in arguments as i have amen to try to overpower people with our argument and our will amen that does not convert people when we let people know about the love of christ the forgiveness of christ amen it gives the opportunity for the holy spirit to convert people to come to the saving knowledge of jesus amen and what we are facing today is a heart problem amen as the hearts and minds of people are converted by way of the Holy Spirit, amen, using us as an instrument, amen, A, we are engaging in spiritual warfare, amen, against the forces of the devil, amen, but also what we're doing, amen, is we are helping, amen, as people's hearts are changed, amen, then things like racism or murder or, um, or whatever thing that people, negative thing that people are dealing with, amen, will be changed, amen, glory to God, by the Holy Spirit, amen, and thus when people's hearts are changed, the world we live in can become a better place. I cannot argue people down out of their opinions, amen, but we can offer them the love and the forgiveness that comes through Christ. Yes, people are always accountable for their choices and actions and will Hallelujah. Uh, Have to deal with those consequences of those things. Amen. So we're not excusing people for bad behavior. We're, We're what we're doing is we're offering them. Amen. Forgiveness and love through the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's remember that Paul persecuted the church and then became the most prolific writer of the New Testament. Amen. Hallelujah. And one many to Christ amen so even someone like that amen could be used by him why not modern people today amen that have done challenging things hallelujah so this is not Pastor Brown excusing the negative behavior of others I'm not doing that amen hallelujah I'm just saying just like you and I have done a lot of difficult uh, uh, things and sinned and, and fallen short of the glory of God and he offered us forgiveness We can do the same thing to others, even those we don't agree with. Amen. My God. Hallelujah. We're talking about the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I am done. Friends, if you are impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you. God loves you, and go on with the Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.